What up, motherfucking Cloudy Society fam? It is the ASAP Bravo, as always, bringing you guys EP12 of the Cloudy Cast. We're doing a Cloudy Cast today. Before I get into the article that we're going to go over, uh, let's talk about some of the fucking big moves I've seen in the NFL. Uh, so if you're an NFL fan at all, I'm pretty sure you know these things, but some of the, the major moves I've seen happen and the stories leading up to today are Antonio Brown is now at the fucking Raiders. They also picked up fucking Trent Brown, you know, that giant beast left tackle that we had for the Patriots. He's now with them. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is expected to sign with the Jets. And then the Browns picked up or acquired motherfucking Odell Beckham Jr. from a trade. So those are some big things. Also, Nick Foles will be with the Jags. So those are some. I know that there's other big moves. Uh, I just don't know all the specifics. I just know that those are four really big ones that I've seen happen. Or whatever, however many I just said. Uh, so that's that for the NFL. And uh, I'll start getting into more detail. Figure that shit out. As, as you guys notice, sometimes it takes a little longer than I want to, to to get other shit into the cast. But I've been fucking doing it. So uh, appreciate your patience. Bear with me. The article that I have today, though, that we're going to go over is... The title on it is... 10 things to know before you buy CBD online or anywhere, really. So let's see what kind of information we get here. I haven't read the article yet. I've pretty much been fucking reading them the first time on every single Cloudycast EP. Hope I've been doing a fucking good job or a decent job. So let's get right fucking into the the EP, the article. So with skyrocketing momentum... Built up from last year, CBD has exploded into 2019 as one of the fastest growing industries of the year. As the market continues to flourish, hundreds of companies eager to get in on the action have begun flooding into the market. While less than a decade ago, consumers were limited to a few product options from several different brands. Today, they can hop online and choose from hundreds of different brands and dozens of different product options such as e-liquids, beverages, topicals, and more. Excuse me. More isn't always better. In some cases, more can be a good thing. In this case, however, more has presented quite a bit of challenges, especially for those who are due to the industry. The challenge, which you've likely realized if you've tried more than two different CBD brands, is that not all CBD products are created equal. Just as in any industry, there are low-quality products, high-quality products, and everything in between. The problem in the CBD industry, however, is that knowing how to choose the good products from the bad isn't exactly common knowledge. So, as a result, consumers are blindly purchasing CBD online based on what's trending or which brand has the best marketing strategy. Oftentimes, this creates an environment where low-quality products can be disguised as high-quality products. This can lead to wasting money on low-quality products, not getting the benefits you need, and sometimes even jeopardizing your health due to unsafe ingredients in a product. That's fucking true. So far, this article seems that it's going to be a pretty fucking good article. So, needless to say, this can lead to big problems. What's the solution? How can I safely buy CBD online? While this problem has uh, definitely gotten out of hand, the solution is really quite simple. Awareness and motherfucking education. As the market becomes more saturated, it increasingly it is increasingly important for consumers to understand what to look for in a good CBD product. With the knowledge I've, the writer here, gained through my years, his years of experience as a consumer and journalist. He has compiled a list of 10 things you need to know before purchasing any CBD product online or anywhere else, really. From understanding lab reports to gauging the quality of a product, 
This guide will equip you with the knowledge to safely buy CBD online. Alright, let's fucking go. So one, has the product been tested by a third party lab? Definitely important. He hit that one on the head. So the first things I, he, I'll go say he, looks for when purchasing any CBD product is that the product has been tested by a third party laboratory. If it has been tested, then lab reports for that product should be readily available somewhere on the company's website. If lab reports cannot be found, it could mean a variety of things. Maybe the lab report revealed that the product did not contain the stated amount of cannabinoids or that the product contained harmful contaminants. Maybe the company just forgot to add the reports to their website. Either way, without a lab report, we really have no way of confirming what's in that product or if it's safe to use. To use. This is why it is extremely important to always look for a valid certificate of analysis uh, parentheses lab report before you purchase any CBD product online. Please note that some companies may only provide their lab reports if you've purchased their product or submitted a formal request. In this case, you can always reach out to the company and submit a request to review their lab reports. Uh, if the company does not respond or does not mention lab reports or testing anywhere on their website, I would be very wary of purchasing a product from them. Yeah, don't even do it. Run for the fucking hills if they don't have lab reports, third-party lab reports. I think they should just be on the fucking website, period. I don't think you should go through this whole process of getting them. I think they should be fucking transparent. And you should be able to see that shit. What should you look for in a lab report? If you were able to find a product's lab reports, there are a few things that you should confirm. Was the analysis performed by an accredited laboratory? Very important. Oh, he just said it. This is very important. Just like shady companies, there are also shady laboratories who don't follow proper procedures to ensure accuracy in their reports. Uh, ISO, he has a big ass graphic, says ISO, the way you identify the good ones are to make sure that they are accredited in accordance with the International Organization for Standardization, ISO. By being accredited by the ISO, this means that the lab meets certain standards and operates under certain guidelines that are approved and monitored by a governing body. While there are other accreditation programs, accreditation programs, such as the ILAC, ISO accreditation is typically the standard for cannabis analysis reporting. When was the lab report approved? Currently, there are no regulations regarding how often the CBD product must be tested, but there will be FDAs all over that shit, I'll tell you that much. This means that a company with a lab report from three years ago could technically say the product is lab tested. To me, and I think this should be for everybody, that shouldn't be acceptable. Um, I, he believes that it is a company's responsibility to its customers and the cannabis industry to consistently and systematically test their products so that they can ensure that they are safe. The oldest lab report I would trust is 8 months, maybe 10 if the brand is high credi highly credible, but definitely no older than that. I mean, I would even say 12 months tops, that's still pushing it, but I, I mean, fair game right there. Uh, let's see here. Does the lab report confirm that the product is free of contaminants? Yes, of course you want to look for that, right? During the analysis process, the laboratory will determine if the sample contains any harmful contaminants, such as heavy metals or microbial contaminants, such as mold, bacteria. This can usually be found at the end of the report. If the sample contains an amount of contaminants that is below limit, which is safe to exist in the sample, the analysis report will list pass under the status column. This is what you want to see. If the sample contains an amount of contaminants that exceed the safe limit, the analysis report will say, list will say fail. Under the status column, this is a big red flag and I would definitely stay away from this product. Uh, and there's a bunch of images of the lab reports and shit. As always guys, if you guys want to get the link to these articles and shit, just fucking hit me up anywhere on social. 
um, at the ASAP Bravo. And then, is the cannabinoid content listed on the product consistent with the analysis report? Of course, that's definitely important. You don't want to buy something that says 500 milligrams and it has fucking 200 milligrams. The primary component of a product's analysis report is to summarize the cannabinoid profile and concentration within the sample. In simpler terms, it means listing each cannabinoid detected in the sample along with its concentration within that sample. When assessing a product's analysis report, one thing that you want to make sure to do is confirm that the cannabinoid content listing on the product's label is consistent with what is listed in the product's lab report. Of course, for example, if a product's label lists that it contains 1,000 milligrams of CBD, then that content should be confirmed on the product's lab report. While it's normal for the cannabinoid content to deviate slightly, a big difference is definitely something you should be concerned with. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you'll see a little more, sometimes you'll see a, a little less. You know what I mean? It depends. As long as it's right there, like it says ballpark, you're fine. Does a product contain 0.3% uh, THC or less? While THC is legal in several states, it is illegal in most of them. In order for a CBD product to maintain its legality, it can only contain a certain amount of THC. Depending on the state, the maximum amount of THC allowed is 0.3% to 0.5% or less. Um, I know that for the most part, I want to say federally it's 0.3%. Um, I know in some states, and this is what they're probably talking about, where cannabis is legal medically or whatever, that might be where you see the 0.5% being okay. I know that in certain states like Colorado, if you are a dispensary, you have to have like 0.5% or more. If you don't have a product with 0.5% or more, you can't carry it. I think that's a pretty cool rule, pretty safe rule, because it keeps a fair playing ground for CBD products within um, like different shops, head shops, smoke shops, dispensaries, vape shops, hybrid shops. So it all depends on the fucking state you're in, but overall, federally, I want to say it's a 0.3. This is the amount that is generally considered to be safe and shouldn't inflict the psychoactive effects of THC. Unless you live in a state where THC is legal and knowingly seeking a product that contains THC, it is very important to confirm that the product you're looking forward to purchase contains less than the legal amount of THC allowed in your state. Well, I mean, if it's a fucking legal state with cannabis, like I said, maybe if you, you're the person selling the product, but I mean, if you're a dispenser and you have like a, I guess even a 10%, I mean, that's fucking fine. If, if that's what you want, that's what you get, you at a dispensary. So here's the next one. What ingredients are used in the product? The next thing you'll want to look at is the product's ingredient list. I think it's pretty important, or it is important. Uh, what type of ingredients are used in the product? Are the ingredients listed at all? If they aren't, this would definitely raise a red flag. I would think you would think that. If you don't, you should definitely raise a red flag if there's no ingredients listed. Are there a ton of ingredients with names you can't pronounce? If there are, a quick Google search can reveal what they are and if they have any negative side effects any negative side effects positive highlights to look for in a good product include if the product uses organic and all natural ingredients or if the product contains premium ingredients that were added to enhance the benefits of the product such as melatonin and cbd sleep capsules or vitamin b12 for pain relief uh let's see here where was the hemp sourced from and how was it cultivated this is a fucking good article so far these are all super important things that you should definitely look for um, hemp is the primary source that CBD is extracted from and the quality of that hemp plays a big factor in the quality, quality of the hemp product. While some CBD brands maintain close relationships with hemp suppliers in order to ensure they use top quality hemp, hemp, others are more concerned with getting the lowest price possible. 
Those are those dirt cheap CBD brands that you probably want to stay the fuck away from. Uh, oftentimes, brands will purchase CBD isolate from wholesale suppliers and have no idea where the hemp is coming from or how it was cultivated. Brands you want to stay the fuck away from. To appeal to new companies with limited CBD knowledge, suppliers will say that their isolate was extracted from organic hemp that was grown in the United States under the best farming practices possible. While they could certainly be telling the truth without a direct relationship with the farm companies, really have no way of validating these claims. With that being said, it is important to confirm that the quality of the hemp that the CBD is extracted from. Here are a few things you'll want to know about products hemp source. Where was the hemp sourced from? Hemp can be sourced from any different place, from many different places, including Europe, China, and the United States. Uh, because the U.S. has nutrient-rich soil and superior cultivation standards, it is by far the best geographical location to cultivate hemp. No offense, China, but I would definitely wouldn't buy no fucking hemp from you, you guys. Just, just saying. Um, with the industry continuing to evolve, a standard for quality is beginning to emerge. As part of that standard, I believe that hemp grown in the U.S. should be, again, I is he, uh, should be the foundation for all CBD products. I agree right there. Furthermore, it's even better if the hemp farm is part of one of the pilot programs in Colorado, North Carolina, Kentucky. Three important states right there. Colorado, North Carolina, Kentucky. Okay, there you go. Um, as a farm participating in these programs, there is an even higher set of standards and quality control set in place in order to guarantee the absolute best product, best end product possible. What cultivation practices were used? Here's something else that's important. Another important factor is the cultivation practices that are used to produce the hemp. Following the same standard discussed above, utilizing the best cultivation practices, such as maintaining the proper pH balanced soil, sourcing hemp seeds from accredited collectives, and abstaining from pesticides, GMOs, and other unnatural practices should be the foundation for all CBD products. I mean, we are consuming it, right? While it may be difficult to extract this information fully, it's a good sign if a company is knowledgeable and readily disclose their beliefs and standards when sourcing hemp for the products. The best possible scenario is when a company owns their own farms and is able to oversee the entire manufacturing process from seed to shelf. This allows the company to maintain full traceability throughout the entire production process, which gives the company better quality control and results a superior end product. Or the CBD company you're working with has a very good relationship with maybe the farms that they're working with that do all the cultivating in those three states that are part of the pilot program, like North Carolina, Kentucky, or motherfucking Colorado. Let's see, what type of CBD is being used in the product? When shopping for CBD products, consumers are faced with the choice between products that contain full-spectrum CBD, broad-spectrum CBD, or CBD isolate. Understanding the, the difference between the three and which type is used in a CBD product is extremely important to know. Uh, let's see here. So what's the difference between full spectrum, broad spectrum, and isolate CBD? First off, the difference between each type refers to the cannabinoid extraction process. CBD isolate is the pure CBD that was extracted from the hemp plant and then isolated from other cannabinoids that were present, resulting in a 99% pure CBD extract. Full spectrum CBD is CBD that was extracted from hemp plant along with all the other cannabinoids that were present including THC. Broad spectrum is a bit of a mix between both CBD isolate and full spectrum CBD. Essentially broad spectrum CBD is full spectrum CBD without the THC. Uh, I mean he said it perfectly right there. I mean it's pretty much fucking full spectrum except there's no THC. 
So, I mean, if there's other cannabinoids, I mean, it's pretty much full spectrum, but some people want to get all technical and shit and say it's a broad spectrum. So, I mean, he said that was perfectly said right there. So, now, deepening on your needs and the legality of THC in your state, a full spectrum CBD product may not be suitable for you. In that case, a product made with CBD oscillator or broad spectrum CBD may be your best choice. The importance is understanding the difference between the three, then checking the product to confirm which type of CBD it uses. How was the CBD extracted? There are several different methods of extracting CBD. However, CO2 extraction is a standard because it is safe and delivers a pure end product. CO2 extraction uses pressurized carbon dioxide CO2 to extract CBD from the plant, then compresses it into a supercritical cold liquid state while preserving the nutrient-rich trichomes and terpenes. Because CO2 extraction preserves the purity of the CBD while not contaminating contaminating the end substance it is the most superior way to extract cbd and should be the standard for any quality cbd product i agree if they don't do co2 extraction i'd probably look for another cbd brand just saying amount of cbd in each dosage before you purchase a cbd product it's important to first understand how much cbd is in the product this will inform you of how much cbd is in a single dose which you can then use to gauge if at all that product will fit into your lifestyle Depending on the type of product, the dosage, the dosage method can vary. To give you an example, let's explore a couple different methods of, of using CBD. Tinctures. When using a CBD tincture, the dosage is administered from a dropper. Typically, the bottles contain either 15 mil, 30, or 60 of liquid content, and each filled dropper contains 1 mil of liquid content. Very true. Most popular you're going to see is probably going to be a 30 mil bottle, just so you guys know. Uh, with that being said, a 15 mil bottle would contain 15 servings, 30 would contain 30, and so forth. To determine the amount of CBD that would be administered in a single serving, you can use a simple formula. Total CBD in a bottle divided by the number of serving, servings. No shit. So if you have, for example, a 30 mil, 500 milligram bottle, you divide 500 milligrams by 30, and every full dropper is that answer. Um, he said the same shit after that, but 250. Uh, let's see. Using the formula above, you can determine the amount of CBD, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now, using the example above, an 8.33 milligram serving is a very low amount of CBD. So, he did a 30 mil, 250 milligram, which is 8.33 milligrams per serving, give or take, ballpark, you know what I mean? Uh, depending on the severity of your condition, it likely would not provide the relief you need. Uh, if you were to purchase this product, you may not get the results you desire and end up wasting your money. On that same note, you want to make sure you don't spend more than necessary by purchasing CBD product with a dosage that is more than you need. If you're familiar with how to determine your ideal dosage, be sure to check out uh, the helpful guide that they have on here. What's the best CBD dosage? Um, there's a link on here. If you guys want that, I can send it to you. Or I could just tell you of about different articles and shit that I read. Human body typically needs 30 to 40 milligrams of cbd per day i know some people that take way more and um so let's do some quick math here if you got a 500 milligram bottle and you wanted to start off light you're getting around 16.6666667 um so 16 to 17 milligrams of cbd per full dropper so a dropper in the morning, a dropper at night, you're, what, at 32 milligrams of CBD? You're solid right there. Um, you, I would say that's somewhere that's safe to start, you know what I mean? And you could either get the 1,000 milligram, a 2,000 milligram, 
There's a bunch of other milligrams, but I know that the most, some of the most common strengths are going to be like 500s and thousands. And then between those two, it's probably going to be thousands nowadays. So CBD capsules, CBD capsules are pretty straightforward when it comes to understanding the CBD content in each dosage. One serving is typically a single capsule and the amount of CBD in each capsule should be listed on the product's label. Again, be sure to understand what's your ideal CBD dosage so that you purchase capsules with your proper CBD dosage. Like I'm saying, 30 or 40. That's why I say you should fucking start and go from there. While there are other CBD products such as e-liquid edibles and topicals of knowledge from these two methods can be used to understand how dosing works in general. The important thing to take away is determining your ideal CBD dosage, then ensuring that a product CBD content meets your needs. Again, I say you want to start with 30 to 40 milligrams per day. So if you get a, a 500 milligram, 30 mil, take two full droppers, one in the morning, one at night, you're good to go. Is the product priced fairly? When shopping for any CBD product, price is usually an important factor as you want to make sure you're not getting ripped off. Before you purchase any CBD product, do your due diligence and make sure you're not overpaying for a product by asking these simple questions. How does the product compare to similar options? Whether it is a CBD tincture, chocolate, vaporizer, compare the product's price to three other products with the same CBD concentration. Not just that, but based on everything else this article has been going, um, I mean, if you see a brand and one of them has a 500 milligram, you compare it to another with a 500 milligram, and then one of them has lab results and the other one doesn't, or one of them has fucking better, you know what I mean? It's There's a bunch of things. Uh, so don't just go off the milligram strength. There's a bunch of other variations you want to check, which is going over. So, yeah. Um, if it's around the same price or lower, great. If it isn't, let's look a little deeper. Here it goes. Is the product's retail price the actual price you'll end up paying? Sometimes a product may seem more expensive than another option when it's actually cheaper after considering discounts, shipping, and rewards. Shipping and rewards. Before you immediately dismiss a product because it's more expensive, be sure to compare the brand's discount and incentives with the other options you are considering. Sometimes the higher priced product could end up being cheaper. If it isn't, let's continue to the next question. Or maybe it's just better quality. You know what I mean? I mean, you could always buy a fucking Sam's Choice Coca-Cola. You can go for a real Coca-Cola. You can pay a little more. Probably going to taste better too. Probably going to be better quality. Just saying. Let's see here. Uh, next question. Is a product's higher price justified? Exactly. So that's exactly what I was talking about. So the product you're considering ended up being priced higher than other options. That's fine. Products can certainly range in price, but is the price justifiable to you? Yep. Exactly. To you, the consumer, the buyer. Factors that could increase the price of a product include the product contains premium ingredients to improve its effects. The product contains a special feature such as a roll-on topical compared to a standard rub-on topical. The product is from a company with an outstanding reputation. Exactly. Essentially, does the product offer value that justifies the, the increased cost? If it does, great. If it just has fancy packaging or is endorsed by some celebrity, don't let yourself get ripped off. And there, there, I sounded retarded. Oh, excuse me. Sounded bad there. Um, there is... Yeah, there, I mean, I've seen some, like, I'm not going to say any names, but there is some of that shit going on with celebrities, and don't, like he said, don't fucking um, let yourself get ripped up. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to say too much. So, 
there are dozens of top-notch products that are priced fair and will deliver the benefits you need for a price you can afford. That is true. I mean, there's so many fucking brands. I mean, I think this is a good-ass article overall. So there's a bunch of good shit to take out of here. I mean, he's pretty much fucking hitting everything on the head. Uh, let's see. Does the company have a good reputation? What are others saying about the product and the brand? A great a great way to gauge the legitimacy legitimacy of a product or a brand is by reviewing the experience others have had with the product and brand. While it doesn't guarantee the quality of a product, it does provide useful insights into how others felt about the product and could reveal potential problems you'd rather avoid. It's fairly simple and can quickly be done with a few clicks, searches into the brand's website, Facebook, and other social platforms. Does a product and a brand have any reviews? Are they good, bad, average? Are there any alarming complaints or praise from their customers? These are crucial questions that will help you determine if the product is worth giving a try. If you have friends that use CBD products, ask if they've had an experience with that product brand. By quickly assessing a brand's reputation, you can filter out blatantly bad products and find great CBD products. And then the last point he's making here is going to be, is CBD legal in your state? It's fucking technically legal federally in all states. I know there's a couple states where there's a gray area, South Dakota, but I think they just passed it, but they're getting ready to pass the bill to make it legal. Um, I know Ohio has some gray areas. They're working on some shit there. And then I know that Idaho is a weird state right now, but everywhere else you're fucking good to go. Now, uh, and plus a lot of CBD brands will fucking ship to your state, wherever the fuck you are. It doesn't matter. As long as they, they meet the requirements of the federal standards, they'll ship it to you. So, uh, the last point on the list doesn't necessarily apply to the product in question, but it's crucial to be aware of before you purchase any CBD product. Um, is the CBD legal to purchase and use in your state? Just went over some of the states that it's iffy. Let's see if this guy goes over that shit too. Uh, while the legal status of CBD is definitely progressing, it's still a gray area of the law, especially if the pro- CBD products contain THC. While hemp-derived CBD has been considered legal in most states, some states have certain requirements to use CBD, and other, others have strict laws against it. Furthermore, you should be aware of the THC content in the product, and if the CBD was extracted from hemp or marijuana, as marijuana-derived CBD falls under the same laws as marijuana due to its potential THC content. While most states are lenient towards CBD and many are moving towards full CBD legalization, it's still important to take the time to look into the legality of CBD in your state. If you're in a state like California, where marijuana is legal for recreational use, or a state like Florida that has broad CBD laws in place, you should be fine. But if you're in a state like Idaho, like I said, Kansas is clear now. Kansas, I know that for sure. Um, but Idaho or like Ohio, uh, you may want to take some time looking into laws and regulations pertaining to CBD to avoid potential issues. I know Nebraska is another weird gray state in that area. So spread the word, motherfuckers. Now that you've become an online CBD buying ninja, be sure to use your newfound knowledge to help someone else learn how to safely buy CBD online. Thanks for re- reading the story. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys. This was a fucking impressive article. Um, and like I said, guys, if you guys want the link to it, super good information here. I mean, I agree with everything for the most part he was saying. There's nothing that was way out there where I was like, what the fuck is this person talking about? Um, so, he knows his shit. 
Definitely knows his shit. Give him props on that. Um, or also, if you guys have any questions or looking for CBD and don't know what the fuck to do and you don't want to do all that research, feel free to hit me up on social. I'm pretty sure I could answer the question for you depending on the brand. Um, so, as always, you can hit me up anywhere on social at the ASAP Bravo. Uh, you can check out the website, cloudysociety.com. Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash cloudysociety. Uh, that's it for fucking EP12 of the Cloudy Cast. Hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. Appreciate y'all. Peace.